Welcome to the Why Not 3 podcast, where you get the behind the scenes of achieving a work-life balance with peak performance. Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Why Not 3. Today we're going to be talking about biohacking your work-life balance. And this is a personal passion of mine, and I'm so happy that I get to document it through this entire podcast experience. As I grow, you guys will grow together with me because I'm sharing exactly what I'm experimenting with at the moment and what I've already done. That way, who knows if this podcast is still there in 10 years, I'll be able to go back and know what I was doing in the beginning of my journey as I was growing. And I will also be able to refer to other people to go back to the podcast and just grow together with me. So let's just fly right into it and tip number one that I have is uh, very common actually in the biohacking community and the longevity community is do blood tests uh, for at least the first two years regularly. Um, I started doing blood tests regularly when um, I, I changed my diet into the Bulletproof diet. Uh, the Bulletproof diet at the time when I discovered it wasn't so controversial, Dave Asprey wasn't so big yet. And um, but in the later years, of course, um, it became quite controversial because of what he says um, and his research. Now, if you really dig deeper, you might see that he talks from a personal experience, but also grounded in research. Sometimes his research is not completely grounded. But most of the time, if you really start experimenting on yourself, you'll start noticing that you have similar results. And even sometimes you'll start noticing that you have different results. And that's the whole concept of biohacking. And that's where I actually do follow Dave Asprey um, and people like Tim Ferriss and uh, Mark Sisson and so on, which is if you're a true biohacker, you're not going to just take exactly what some guy at the Bulletproof Diet is saying. You're going to take that information and you're going to experiment with it. So the first tip was do blood tests every uh, first two years. Uh, and what do I mean with regular? So I used to do them every every three months. I would do one blood test. My um, doctor in the beginning wasn't very happy about it. So I actually had to switch doctors because uh, at one point, uh, one of my doctor refused to just do it because he didn't, he didn't want me um, to waste money on that. I don't know <laughs> what his problem was. But um, yeah, I switched doctors and then that doctor was was into biohacking in his own way. Uh, and so he was really interested in my blood results. So with him, I used to do every three months a blood uh, test uh, analysis. We would test um, my, the usual, the cholesterols, the, um, also the magnesium levels. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting right now exactly what we were testing, but I always asked uh, the full vitamin panel. Um, and definitely the cholesterol levels because I was switching at the time to a, to a full fat diet, um, not a full fat, but mostly fat diet. And um, that was such a drastic change to the way I was eating before that I was scared that something would happen to me. Um, but as my blood results started showing, um, the right after I started the, the diet and I think the blood test right after, which was a couple of months after, already showed that a drastic change. So I used to have bad cholesterol. And so you have HDL and LDL. LDL is the bad cholesterol. HDL is the good cholesterol. What does it mean? It gives uh, pretty much in simple terms, it's the ammunition for your immune system. So when you have diseases, 
um, you need weapons to fight that, right? So if you have good HD, high HDL, then uh, you are more capable to combat those diseases. Uh, the LDL, the one, uh, if that one is, is very high, that means that uh, th that's the bad cholesterol that's advertised everywhere. That's in very, very simple terms. I would highly advise you to actually research uh, the actual definitions of that because I'm just not going to go too deep into cholesterol in this episode, maybe in the next one. But yeah, so what I noticed when I switched to a full fat diet, um, which was so different for me, is that suddenly my HDL, which was usually low, shot up three times. It was uh, as an average a little bit lower and suddenly it was three times as high as an average person. And my LDL, which was usually a little bit above average, um, suddenly shot down completely and it kind of explained why I had so much energy and why I felt so much fitter. So blood tests are very important to do regular. Um, I wouldn't advise to do it yearly just because you wouldn't see what happens when you introduce new variables into your diet. Uh, then after, of course, two years, you might understand, of course, at that point, what's influencing what in your body, because two years is pretty much enough to experiment with diet. Um, and then I, I'm a bit more loose these days with blood testing. Um, I kind of experimented with most of the stuff that Tim Ferriss, uh, not all of it, but most of the stuff that's dangerous, I experimented with it. So I kind of go on um, a hunch of what I feel at this point. And if I'm really not completely aware of what this new experiment will do with me, then I do a blood test. But in the beginning, I would definitely advise every three months um, because this will be your best biohack. It will tell you exactly without lies what is good and what is bad for you. And every time you introduce a variable, uh, a new food, a new supplement or something, you will know right away before it gets dangerous. Then uh, tip number two is use data to compensate with supplements. So um, I, how did I discover that I had a magnesium deficiency? It was because of those blood tests. No matter how I changed my diet, my magnesium got a little bit higher, but it was always a little bit uh, below average on most days. Sometimes I got it on, on an average point but it never got that high. So I started supplementing with magnesium and suddenly uh, my sleep became so much better. So that is one example. I can tell you many, many examples of my clients that had diseases that, um, that doctors just di didn't know about and they just accepted that they had this disease. Um, and then we started tracking every little bit in their diet, in their exercise, in their relationships. Um, and stress-related stuff, and suddenly we could see patterns, and we started compensating with uh, specific supplements, um, and crazy supplements like baking soda and everything to, to stabilize stomachs and stuff like that, um, which I got from a healer friend of mine. So yeah, use data to compensate with supplements, and those blood tests will give you the best data because blood tests don't lie, and if you do them regularly, then you have a pattern instead of one snap moment. Uh, the third tip is use gear to biohack um, the rest. So everything that you can biohack with supplements and diet, uh, use gear to shortcuts, um, for instance, mindfulness. If you're dealing with a lot of stress and you want to know how to control your body, it's very important to not go 
for 20 years and study to be a monk, but use the gear that we have available to be able to control your body. Now, what do I mean with that? Uh, for a very long time, I used to do neurofeedback. Um, it was a long time ago and I it wasn't very long that I did it. It was, I think, six to eight months. I would uh, show up every day for two, uh, it was every week, two sessions that I would go. It was uh, 20 kilometers from my house at the time. So I had I had a motorcycle at the time, so I would just go there every, I think it was every weekend and every weekday on a, on a empty weekday that I would go there. And what was funny is before the neurofeedback, which the woman that was in charge of that set it to a balancing uh, kind of standpoint. So before that, I used to have a HEG machine. An HEG machine, I shared that on the 30-day challenge. I think it was on day 21 or something like that. Um, it's this machine that you put on your uh, head and it has an infrared sensor and it, it shows uh, how much blood flow you have going into your brain. So you plug it into your computer and your whole point, the whole goal is to um, it's kind of like a computer game, but you don't have any controls. The only control you have is your focus. So the whole point is to to move an object to the front. And when you lose focus, it goes automatically to the back. Uh, when I bought it, it was called a focus brain trainer. I'm not sure you can still get those online. I start. I looked for it for a client of mine a couple of weeks ago and I couldn't find it. Uh, but at the time it was called a focus brain trainer and it's an HEG machine. So what that had done with me, which is something that not a lot of biohackers talk about, is it had over-focused me. So I would be so focused on my things, but that would be very bad for my balance. Because I was so focused, my stress levels went up. So when I went to the neurofeedback um, exercises with that lady, she put the neurofeedback on a more balancing standpoint. That way the machine, the neurofeedback machine would balance me out again, of course, on a higher level because I had pushed myself into the focus mode way more. Um, but uh, that's what I used the neurofeedback for. So uh, did the neurofeedback help? Um, I think it did. But the interesting part was when I sat down in the chair, what they do at the neurofeedback is they, they put electrodes on your head. Uh, so you're completely covered and it measures all uh, waves that you have in your in your head going on. And there's a screen right in front of you and you can literally see your brain as it moves. So if you're thinking about something, you will literally see one of the waves move. Uh, and it was so funny. And what I did is I, I took the focus that I had learned from that HEG machine and I started focusing really hard on the screen and you could literally see every wave move really hard and really fast uh, which is really funny and the, the lady even said that she had never seen somebody uh, control um, that the neurofeedback machine uh, and I can give you a lot of stories I always bring up the heart math how you can control stress and fight or flight instinct um, even tomorrow uh, yesterday sorry I was uh, lying around and my heart was beating really fast and then i did um at this point i don't need the heart math machine I've, I've learned how to control my heart on my own so i just do a certain breathing exercise where i listen to my heart and suddenly it slows down so suddenly you're you're kind of manipulating your body in a in a healthy way 
which is the essence of biohacking. Uh, and, in, and in my example, biohacking your work-life balance. Because if you overdo it, like I used to do with the HEG machine, then you're going to be way out of balance because you've manipulated it way too far. Um, and then you have other machines like the neurofeedback that balance you out again. So that in essence is the episode for today, biohacking your work-life balance. I hope you enjoyed it. I have way more that I share on the 30-day challenge. The three things that I shared today was do blood tests, especially in the first two years of your biohacking journey when you're experimenting with everything, do it every three months. Yearly is not enough to have uh, consistent data. Uh, just because if you're playing with a lot of variables, you will not know what influences uh, the blood test. Uh, so then the second one was use the, that data to compensate with specific supplements like I did with magnesium. I know others did with krill oil, which helped them as well. Um, and then the third thing is use gear like um, like the neurofeedback machine, but that's a very expensive one or the HEG machine. Or even very simple, the heart math, which isn't very expensive. And I advise to everybody to, to have that, especially if you're dealing with stress. Um, again, I'm not affiliated to any of those things. Uh, at the time when I was burning out, these were the devices that have really, really helped me. And that's what I'm sharing here today. So yeah, I share a lot more on the 30-day challenge. So make sure to subscribe there. Leave a review on the podcast. That would be really helpful. And I'll see you soon.